0: Hello and welcome to Good Listeners, it's a show where we talk about music. I'm your first listener, Randy, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, it's Clay.
1: You're now listening to the sounds of Good Listener FM. You've been listening to the music, it's time to talk about it.
0: Wow, was that Jim Carrey (laughs) coming across my airwaves to welcome me into the afterlife?
1: Yeah, um, (laughs) did you get the reference?
0: Yes, this podcast is purgatory, and it's produced by One on Tricks Point Never. That's right. This week we're talking about The Weeknd's new album. Yes.
1: (laughs) I'm just glad. I'm glad. I was afraid you were going to look at me like I was had teeth for eyes. No, I mean Um, it was pretty
0: obvious. We were both literally just listening to it. It would be insane (laughs) if I didn't get that. You you almost repeated verbatim a thing that he says.
1: But I did put a little spin on it. Yeah. Um, I was trying to riff, but all I could think of was, oh, don't say come FM. And <laughs> <laughs> so, boy.
0: Yeah. 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 There's other podcasts for that kind of talk.
1: Yeah. We don't talk like that on this podcast. No. What we talk like is music journalists. Yep. Um,
0: we, say, we say things like, um, "We say things like, oh, the guitars, they're so angular. And uh oh that that was a very muscular riff, wasn't it?
1: Oh the people in the band are so angry. Why are they <laughs> screaming all the time? They, okay. You couldn't
0: <laughs> you couldn't come up with like one journalist, music writer no, that's kind of a, a term.
1: I that's well, we follow different kinds of journalism. That's my like <laughs> sure. um, the kind Fair of journalism enough. that People write for uptight Christian parents when they try to find out if their kids can listen to a CD. Those yeah. are the reviews I read. <laughs> <laughs> no, that—that that actually because they actually, um, they just offer a different perspective. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I actually, I actually, I think that's really cool. Yeah, um, and someone's got to do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I you know. Silent majority, Um, There's just most people, that's the kind of stuff they're thinking when they think about music is, well, why are they so angry all the time? And should my children be listening to this?
0: You'd think the silent majority would not be interested in music.
1: (laughs) I mean, they have ears, okay? (laughs) If if anything,
0: perhaps the opposite. The absence of music seems like what they would be into.
1: You see, this, that's, I mean, this is why you'll never um, be president.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is why. (laughs) I mean, I think if I ever tried to be president um it would not look good if somebody dug up this podcast, yeah, that would be bad for me for my campaign.
1: <laughs> that's the least of your worries,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true
1: no, I mean that is probably be the worst thing. It'll probably be like, I mean this guy he's pretty tall, uh I like that about him, yeah, and white like, oh, he's white, I like that tall and white, yeah, and oh he's got a you know a good resume. Um, <laughs> he's b- definitely qualified. Presidential. Definitely has yeah. a qualification. Oh. He's like a basically a music journalist guy.
0: Yeah. He's basically a professional for real music journalist <laughs> who had a very professional podcast.
1: Yeah. We don't trust. That's that's fake news. Yeah. It's the number one fake news is Pitchfork. Uh, yep.
0: Yeah. But
1: anyways, um, we're back after a long time. We're back.
0: Yeah. Um, presumably the year end up is still dropping
1: yeah yeah i'll, I'll, get, to, I'll get to it i'll get so, to it so we're
0: back after that we're back after um, but we
1: recorded that a little while ago
0: that is true um
1: and we almost quit the podcast but
0: we, we almost came to blows quite frankly we
1: we uh, we're we're sitting across the room from each other with a <laughs> tape down the middle yeah um, and
0: facing opposite directions
1: yeah um Anyways, I guess, uh, what was what, what was I even saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we almost quit, but we had to, we were like, we need to record an emergency episode because of all the news happening. Um, yeah,
0: big music news.
1: Fucking Taylor Swift and Damon Albarn. Ah, uh, uh, yes, 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 fight.
0: yes, Two luminaries like a, of our time.
1: Yeah, like a little lover's quarrel or something. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, a bit of a spat.
1: Yeah, a bit of a spat. And it just sucks because they are such... She was such a big they fan. They were such a good couple. Yeah, yeah, she was like <laughs> such a big fan of Blur. Yeah. That was like a big influence on her music.
0: Yeah, you can um, hear it. So when you they, listen to Cardigan,
1: well so I just say don't meet your heroes.
0: Yeah, on Twitter especially.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, you know, we we don't have to talk about that, but that that's why we recorded the episode because that happened. Uh but we'll probably talk about other stuff, like The Weeknd and FKA Twigs. Um
0: and maybe even a third record that's a little bit less famous.
1: Yeah, but it's about to get the bump. Yep. Um,
0: it's about to get good listened.
1: But yeah, so you don't think? Anyways, how are you doing?
0: Um, I got. I don't know. I keep getting like little cuts and sores in my mouth. It keeps happening. <laughs> that's
1: true. you've been going on about this. I
0: don't. I don't. They'll heal, and then I'll get a new one. And I'm like, is there something wrong, like wrong with me? And then I'll, you know, I'll. Well, I keep, I'll t- I keep go-
1: telling you to stop switching a razor blade around in your mouth.
0: <laughs> that's that could be. I think that's maybe part of it. Yeah. Right.
1: But you just keep going. I'm I'm Joker-fied. Oh, it, it, Like, Tyranny, it's 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little late, yeah. bud.
0: Um, yeah, no, but it. it the, I think the razors may be part of it. But I have been googling it, and you know when you go- you Google something and you get WebMD, and it's like you have cancer and an autoimmune condition and, uh, your teeth are all going to fall out. That's sort of like the answers you find.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I've been doing a lot of that. It did also say the razor blade thing. Don't do that. Um, but I feel like it's the other stuff.
1: Yeah. It said first, it said, have you been swishing a razor blade in your mouth? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Okay, yeah, it was a might, little flow chart. It, it, said, it
0: said yes, and then like the arrow is to the
1: arrow says <laughs> that might be it, or it, it keeps yeah it going. loops back around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's more likely that it's whatever you said it was. Yeah, yeah, cancer of the mouth.
0: Yeah, or or autoimmune condition, or
1: um. Well, geez, I don't want to be on on tape joking around about this if something's seriously <laughs> wrong with you. So I just um, yeah, that
0: would be terrible. I'd, I'd hate it. Um,
1: maybe should be eulogizing you a little bit.
0: Ooh, that's worse. No. <laughs>
1: that's like, doesn't that just mean like be really nice to someone? No. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: It's a speech you give at a funeral.
1: Yeah, those are always really nice. I thought that the word... Well,
0: made, often they are.
1: Being as nice to someone as if they were dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: My dad always used to say, you should eulogize everyone you meet.
0: <laughs> oh, they're Interesting. Interesting. Um, huh. Well, hey, how hey, are you doing?
1: If you do die, I think the, the Furbrook album to listen to just came out. Um, yeah, we'll get there. I um, <laughs> am I doing. I'm fine. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, it's a busy week. We're in the mid- middle of it. It's hump day, I think. It's Wednesday. Mouth's okay? My mouth is actually better than ever. I've been <laughs> um, using a strengthening serum and
0: Do you? I've been telling you about all my mouth problems, and you didn't offer me any of your strengthening serum.
1: I mean, I have my prescription, and I if I if I you know water it down or have to split it up, then I, I don't know <laughs> if my mouth is going to be as strong. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: I get I can follow that logic, but it just seems like uh, you can maybe hook a fellow up. <laughs>
1: All right, I'm gonna call my doctor. <laughs> yeah, call him up, Doctor Webb. Um, <laughs> a WebMD? Oh, do we do we use the same doctor? <laughs> oh um, no. Yeah. Well, anyways. Um, You're feeling good. Yeah, I'm feeling fine. It you know like it, it's a it's a busy busy times, but overall uh, I'm in good spirits. Uh, there's lots of good music coming out. Is part of why, um,
0: yeah, yeah, big releases. Not,
1: not to get off track by talking about music, but um, you know, we it, knew uh, we'd have to eventually. Yeah, I think that we're the year is off to a we're we're at the end of January, off to a really strong start with some some great stuff already out that I've been jamming to, and um, yeah, you know, I've been getting back into yoga the past couple of days. I feel like February is about to start, so like
0: now I'm gonna. I st- feel like that too.
1: It's just a feeling I have. It's a, <laughs> what do you call it? intuition? Yeah. Um,
0: it's bubbling up. My
1: intuition tells me that February is about to start, and I feel like that's the time when you really like start your. If you're the type of resolution person, or like I'm gonna try to be better, a better version of myself this year. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not even fucking bothering in January because especially this year, January has kind of sucked. I mean, just, like, we had COVID. That's something that happened in between our, our two recordings. Yeah. Um, I basically didn't have a Christmas or New Year's because I had COVID mm-hmm. at that exact time. Yeah. And was you there... tested positive on Christmas Eve. I was tested positive on Christmas Eve, and I, like, wasn't, like, asymptomatic. I, like, felt very sick. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, so... and I started feeling it the day after Christmas.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I, I had, like, two weeks off of work, which, when I think about it, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's nice. When's the next time I'm going to be able to do that? Yeah. But I was sick the whole time. It sucked. I didn't. You know, I didn't have a Christmas. So I don't know if you felt that at all where it was just like because that's like that marks the end of the year. There's a lot of buildup to it, even if like you, you don't necessarily enjoy the family stuff and that it's still like, oh, yeah, this is a big celebration day that kind of puts a cap on the year. It was weird to just not have that and be sick during it and then come out of it. Yeah. And immediately the day when my quarantine was up was the day I had to go back to work after being gone for two weeks it was just weird. Like January has been a weird month. A lot of people out sick from work. So people are spread thin. Um, but but I, I feel good going into the next month. And I'm going to, you know, start doing the actual fitness and, and diet stuff that I, I wanted to, to start as part of the new year. Mm. So, oh, yeah, good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was weird having COVID on Christmas. I'll agree with having you. Having COVID about that. on Christmas. I've never. You can
1: write a song about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, to the to that tune of another song. What a... COVID so this all... is Christmas. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was it was kind of surreal, and uh, there was a bit of a novelty to it for me. Um,
1: I mean, I'm trying to get it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just, I mean, they call it a novel coronavirus, and and I think they were right because it there was a surreal feeling I had just because especially because i was not feeling sick yet it
1: is nice to be a part of history on
0: christmas even christmas day but i knew that i had it like i just knew that it was in my system at that point yeah Um, we don't know
1: how you got it but um. (laughs) yeah it's a mystery (laughs)
0: um uh but it it was kind of it was for me (laughs) yeah it was um it was kind of weird uh just like weird but also a little bit fun vibes to just like be home on christmas eve and christmas while the world was kind of shut down and just kind of hanging out with you and my partner um and we were like watching the witcher season two and playing video games and just kind of hanging out in this weird like limbo of uh (laughs) it's just kind of a weird time
1: you were doing that but I was, like, in my room oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we were still at the point where we weren't hanging out with each other. Right. You, that's true. That's true. I was trying not to give it to y'all. Yeah. We were, um, we were, ho- we so were like,
0: like, holding out hope against hope, which my partner never got it, which is crazy. Yeah. It's I, unbelievable. I don't
1: know. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I, I, she's going to get it and give it to us again. Um. Could be. That, that would be a twist. Um <laughs> but yeah so i was like really boxed in in here but i, I do hear what you're saying where it was it was kind of fun it was like oh man like i was going to go to church with my family and i found out i had covid so instead i'm finishing succession and yeah. succession is like the best show i've ever seen for 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 my taste um wow. that i mean that's you just that's, love
0: you just love the idle rich
1: that's an exaggeration i just fucking love rich people uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> no, that that's i mean that's obviously a, like recency bias Whatever, um, but legitimately, one of the most enjoyable experiences I've had watching a show in a long time. So to like just be able to binge that and finish it on Christmas Eve was a lot of fun. But then once I finished it, I was really sad because I was like, <laughs> this is like the most fun I've been having on this break. So then I just like finished five video games, yeah, which was fun in the moment. But then you look back on it and you look back at the two weeks you just took off of work, and yeah. you're like, man, what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that i
0: mean that yeah i get it but that I mean, also that fun. also doesn't no, 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 get compl- to me so much I'm complaining i don't know about playing video like um, yeah
1: obviously i had fun well i also think yeah. like
0: video games like i don't know they get treated not like other forms of art you know like you wouldn't think it's like if you like watched all the like oscar nominated movies of the year in two weeks or whatever or like read a bunch of books people wouldn't be like wow what a piece of shit but like because it's video games, you like feel reflexively bad about it, right? Yeah, that's probably which true. is like I think that's not real. I do, I you know? do always
1: have like more guilt about spending a long time playing video games.
0: But video games have you know like value anything. culturally.
1: Yeah, um, and yeah, I, uh, if
0: anything, they're more culturally relevant than most art forms at this point, right?
1: Certainly, there there are more interesting things being done in video games than in film right now. Yeah. Um, overall, like, obvious. I mean, both there are still interesting things being done in and there's plenty of indie stuff on both sides, but I, I guess I just, mean there's like, good folks on both sides. I just, uh, my experience between like the blockbuster movies that come out and some of the even like larger title games, there's like, a, mm-hmm. there's probably more interesting stuff going on in video games than like whatever Marvel is doing.
0: Yeah. I uh, would tend to agree with so, that.
1: Yeah. That's my take. But music, music is number one, baby. Between all of it.
0: Music is number one. Is, baby
1: always a plus good job
0: Uh, man we gotta finish this we gotta hurry up this episode so we can watch the new episode of boba fett yo (laughs) our friend of the show travis is texting us about it and i forgot about it uh anyway let's get back to doing this nonsense (laughs) talking about music yeah yeah, um uh so yeah as you were referencing uh the, the 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 weekend made an album
1: yeah i was gonna say that we uh I thought it would be fun to just check in on the music news, but we've wasted a lot of time. We have um, no thoughts um, on the Damon Albarn Taylor Swift beef. I think it's funny. The window is open. It's gonna be. Clo- it's basically already closed. By yeah, the I time think so. This comes out.
0: I feel like the culture has moved on already. It, you know, so. it's, it's done. It's over. But it but is, it was it was very funny. I got a good laugh out of it.
1: It is funny on both sides. Both there there are great people on both sides, um, yeah. doing funny things. Um and um yeah, I mean, I, I think I just hope that this leads to some oasis collaboration with Taylor Swift yeah, um is the the best I can hope from this, but I, we probably will get nothing from it.
0: That will not so happen, would, but it would be incredible or if it. she
1: writes a song about Damon Albarn that that would, be would also really great be great yeah um, yeah, th- those are probably the best things to come out of it and then the the other big music news was that uh, I talked to you yesterday about, Neil Young uh, writing that letter to his label about wanting to t- get his stuff taken off of Spotify because they platform Joe Rogan right. who spreads vaccine misinformation and today I saw they're actually according to a source that Well
0: he spreads vaccine information. That's certainly true.
1: That is a good point. Who am I to say who's misinformation? Are you a scientist who's Mr. Information, okay? Um, am I a scientist?
0: Yeah, are you a scientist? Do you know how vaccines well, what they are?
1: Um thing about science is it's uh, a word that really can mean so many different things um (laughs) science means everything so when you ask me if i'm a scientist by definition as a human uh, i must answer in the affirmative
0: so you did tune into the tim heidecker (laughs) (laughs) live space on twitter last night or i'm just a big jordan peterson fan um yeah could be both could be both
1: and uh, what was i saying Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that uh, It seems that they are following through with it, according to this article, that hmm. they are removing Neil Young's music off of Spotify, which to me is a slight bummer because I listen to Neil Young all the time at work from Spotify. Yeah, I suppose I can switch to YouTube or something. Oh. Um. <laughs> yeah I, I hate listening to music on youtube yeah i it um, like
0: makes my skin crawl to think about it yeah
1: so i'm gonna be at work listening to neil young with my skin crawling <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have the heebie jeebies um yeah. but i just i have to listen to neil young so hey and i mean is you know obviously i support the, the sentiment of what he's doing. I think yeah, that I mean, fuck Joe Rogan. Fuck Joe Rogan. But also, also
0: Spotify's not gonna abandon their boy. Yeah. So Joe Rogan's their boy. He's on their just payroll. A,
1: this is just a way to get your music taken off Spotify, which is fine. Um but a little bummer to me who who is a, a the mindless consumer.
0: Yeah. I'll miss him. Um bye bye Neil Young. Yeah. I loved you while you were here.
1: I'll never listen to you again. Um
0: <laughs> hey, and it's a moral stance that I'm taking. Um
1: All right. Well, that was a little news segment I I that I forced us to do. Yeah. Um and now
0: A, a Comedy <laughs> and, uh, of Errors a Mr. Magoo has been done. It's
1: time to talk. I was gonna do the whole thing, but I decided not to. Yeah, um, I was
0: I was about to do it too, and then I was like, "Well, we did it already." Yeah. and then also like we had two good transitions that we could have taken into talking about Don FM. We didn't take either of them. Um. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Also, do I? Well, in two do, days I need to, do I need to say that I like Neil Young and don't like Joe Rogan? Do I need to explicitly say that? Yeah, I think because I was sort of messing around.
1: We were messing around, and I want to say that, yeah, um, cool thing that Neil Young is doing. um, And I love Neil Young and Joe Rogan equally. Oh, I mean, I don't (laughs) like Joe Rogan. I like Neil Young. Yeah,
0: they can both. Um, they can both suck an egg. Is what I would like to say. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, 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 no. (laughs) Oh shit. Um, Joe Rogan is the good. He's the bad. Yo, Joe Rogan's the, yeah, yeah, he's bad, he's bad, he's bad, he's bad, he's bad. Neil Young's good. So let's talk about the weekend. <laughs> Joe Rogan's bad, okay? He's very off. he's an awful man. Yeah.
1: Um, um, you know, we're recording this on a Wednesday. That means in two days it'll be the weekend.
0: Should we insert that oh. little, uh, <laughs> should we insert that little, like, Daniel Craig SNL thing in here? Little audio clip?
1: I'm not going to do that. Do you okay. want to do it? I mean, if you can nail it, then they'll think that we inserted it.
0: I you want me to do an impression of that? Yeah. I'll try. You ready? Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. You didn't even <laughs> try to do his voice at all. I um, don't know what his voice. I feel like just generic British. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's the weekend. <laughs> Hello, Puppet. It's the weekend in it.
1: that's see that is that's the meme
0: i played Uh, james bond
1: all right all right god damn we we gotta get on track okay (laughs) um don fm yes the weekend jim carrey the new album jim carrey's best friend coming out with the new album don fm it's the weekend yes it's like his fifth album or something like that i think
0: it's like seventh
1: yeah it i think it like Depends on how you count them or something. I don't know. Um, seventh, that's yeah, fine.
0: Sure, I think it's seventh.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, it's really it's really good. Um, I don't, why don't you introduce this album?
0: Okay. Well, it is the weekend's seventh album. Uh, he. Well, so here's how I would like to frame this because okay. I. Have always been like a very, very casual enjoyer of the weekend. Um, he's sort of inescapable culturally, right?
1: The number one hit song of all time. Yeah. Blinding Lights.
0: Yeah. Um, which
1: is a really kind of interesting number one song of all time.
0: Yeah, it's odd.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Um, and not his best song.
1: Not his best song. It's not, still a very good hit. Yeah, it's um, not bad. It's just um, interesting that like that's the song that just like clicked
0: yeah um but anyway this new album so i haven't i don't think i've listened to a full weekend project since 2016 Starboy, and before that i don't think i'd listened to one since house of balloons probably
1: this first one
0: yeah yeah um so like there's quite a few that i've missed sure. obviously i hear the hits from all of them but that's that's where i'm coming at the weekend from is just being a i check in and out from time to time and usually i enjoy what he's doing yeah um He's one of those like just larger than life pop, you know, hit makers. Um, But what I think is kind of interesting about him is that he was doing, uh, you know, he was playing around with a lot of like more experimental indie sounds at the beginning of his career. Um, He still does that, but also um, makes these huge hits now. And uh, also he's playing with a lot more retro sounds these days, I feel like um and uh definitely i feel like he's been courting you know comparisons to michael jackson for a long time yeah i mean he, he welcomes um, that
1: um for sure. i think he views himself as a sort of michael jackson figure
0: yeah it seems to be mm-hmm. the case um And so here we find ourselves with a new record that the the hype was so big for this particular weekend record, which I do not remember having with After Hours, maybe just because a lot of other stuff was going on in the world at that moment, Mm. uh, beginning of COVID. Yeah, it was certainly Um, a huge
1: huge album, but um, yeah, I mean, he just keeps getting bigger and bigger. He had the Super Bowl show last year that was...
0: Right, which which we watched and talked about on the podcast. Um, Yeah, I don't
1: know if that episode ever came out, but um sure one of the the best or the i probably i mean the best super bowl performance i've ever seen yes um, and
0: i will say the the director of that performance was his collaborator on this album one oh Tricks yeah, Point I Never. that
1: that was yeah the, like, i guess that was such a crazy thing for him to be like this kind of indie guy i mean two indie guys doing the super bowl you know mm-hmm.
0: um, well and i also want to i that catapults me right into another bit of framing i want to give for talking about this record which is that the weekend was of course featured on one oh tricks point never's 2020 album magic one oh tricks point never which, is which shares yeah. the radio <laughs> theming with this album that so, is also largely produced by one oh tricks point never
1: so Abel, he was like he did that album mm-hmm. and was like you know this is dope i want to make this album <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah that's awesome i want to
0: make this but for for everybody instead of just for the nerds
1: yeah which hell yeah it's a good thing he did it because this fucking rules it's a great not just album but great concept album
0: yeah. Um, I will say the ma- magic one on tricks point never also rules. It also and rules. I think probably if I had to make a choice between the two, I'd choose that one as my favorite, but yeah. Um, Cause I did, I did actually revisit it today okay. just to make sure that I felt that way. And yeah, that I thing should fucking, revisit it, it then. It I'm
1: so hot on Don FM that I would choose that. Yeah. And also I am maybe a little bit higher on the weekend than you, um, probably just a little more in that pop zone than the nerd zone. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, um, and I guess just real quick, since you gave a little bit of your background with mm-hmm. The Weeknd, I mean, mine is pretty similar, except I really just found out about him through his breakthrough, uh, Beauty Behind the Madness, I think it's mm-hmm. called. So i listened to that one and then sort of have passively been following him. But it's always been the same experience where his albums are good, but they kind of blend together for me, aside from the big hits and a couple other songs, which I think are the greatest pop songs out there. I have felt that way, you know, for a few years. Um, and and I've always really liked the weekend, but for him to just like come out with this album that I feel like is, may I did like After Hours a lot, but this is the first one that's totally clicking with me, just firing on all cylinders. I am like, yeah, really into listening to it, and like the whole thing. I don't no skips for me really. Yeah. Um. Oh, I feel that way also. So I mean, I think this is kind of instant classic type of thing.
0: This is a really Um, really tight pop record um despite being so conceptual and like a little bit long um Mm -hmm. it does not it it does not feel bloated in my opinion it does not feel like uh like i really enjoy the spoken word sections every time they happen um the sort of intermissions from from the narrator jim carrey Mm -hmm. um they really tie the thing together um, with yeah. the concept of like it's a it's a like a long night's drive into into dawn, um, which is yeah. the afterlife. You're dying. Uh, Jim Carrey
1: is um, kind of your personal charon. Yeah, yes. Karen. K- <laughs>
0: He's kind of your personal Karen. Yeah. K- what? I I'm not sure how you pronounce it. K- You're K- talking Ron? about the <laughs> the guy who you uh, give him the gold or whatever and you, you have to have the gold anything. on your eyes um, the gold that gets left on your eyes so that you have it to give to him uh, so you can take the fairy yeah the to pers- Hades. the fairy guy who yeah. ta- does a fairy to yeah, Hades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
1: who I'm talking about Charon. Um
0: yes <laughs> I don't I don't feel great about that pronunciation but yeah
1: well uh, you're not offering any other pronunciations nor will I okay uh,
0: <laughs> um uh but but yeah yeah jim carrey is sort of that for everybody
1: yeah i i hope he's ferries me into the afterlife
0: yeah Um, i actually would love that
1: probably like if i had to like pick five people to be the the fair the charon into the afterlife (laughs) uh jim carrey would probably make the top five sure and we're gonna run through the other four right (laughs) now
0: I'm a little curious, but not curious enough to hear you sort of figure that out on the fly. Uh, uh, Jesus? Uh, uh, Buddha? Randy's dad? I
1: mean, my dad. I
0: don't
1: know.
0: Yeah. Uh, Barack Obama would probably Uh. be one for you. I think.
1: No, I, I, I would probably go um, Tim Kane.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah that, makes a lot of sense. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He's just got a calming presence. Um, so what else do we want to say about The weekend and this album? Um, Good cover. Yeah,
1: I could just rave about it a little bit more. I mean, like, I, I don't have anything really negative to say about it. Um, it's really just clicking for me, and it is just exciting to see someone, I mean... It's cool. He's like the biggest, one of the biggest pop stars, um, if not the biggest, based just based off of popularity of songs. And yeah, right up there with it, like Ed Sheeran feels, and Adele. Yeah, but like Ed Sheeran, that's someone that is it just, it's like, is very popular. I get why, but I'm totally it makes me feel like disconnected from people if they're trying to like talk to me about Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Um, which, but I, you know, I'm not going to be a dick and be like, well, actually I think Ed Sheeran sucks, but yeah, it's just something I don't get is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, I get it, but I don't. And the point of saying that is just that the weekend, you know, totally deserves to, to be this huge pop sensation. I think a uh, really great artist. Yeah. Very um, talented. And yeah, the you know, working with the the different collaborators on this, it just um comes together really well. I mean, yeah, like
0: I think I think that's the thing with being a pop star is like, cause I feel like it's so easy for an individual voice to be swallowed by the machine of these huge pop records, you know. But the weekend on this record, at least, and again, you know, I, there's a good chunk of his discography I haven't listened to that I can't speak to, um even though i think the hits are good uh but on this record i feel like it's it's the test of like a great pop star to be able to you know kind of tap great collaborators to br- bring them in and have them all um kind of adapt to your vision um and produce an end product that is accessible and poppy but also speaks to I think every pop star probably has broader musical interests than just pop music. Yeah. Um, And I think that it, it is a kind of, uh, you know, a really cool thing when a, when a huge pop record like this manages to sound a little bit, you know, it's still very accessible. These are still pop songs. They sound like they belong on the radio. Um, but, it also is playing with sounds that I think are not just chasing trends, you know? This is not, like, the Chainsmokers or something. Uh, yeah, totally. It's, like, real music.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It It, feel, it sounds, you know, kind like of these, pedantic these... to say, but it's, like, totally true. Like, it's, <laughs> like, yeah, there's a lot of fucking shitty pop music out there that just isn't doing anything interesting. Yeah. And this, like, The Weeknd could have just coasted on doing what he's been doing which is good Mm -hmm. but like i said does sort of blend together for me
0: he could have draked it
1: but it's like right obviously from the beginning of this album you have the the intro with jim carrey Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you can you know i mean in the lead-up you know this is going to be a conceptual album and everything Mm -hmm. but it really sets the tone and then gasoline like the vocal effect on that song the the first like real track um, mm-hmm. it is like nothing he's ever done before. It's pretty yeah, interesting. He sounds a little British. Um, it's not something he returns to either, which is good. I mean, there's a good variety on this yeah. album. I feel The like melody on that song is so good. It's so good. Um, I mean, there's a lot of really great melodies on this. I feel like he's also very selective with his features, which I appreciate. Like it would be mm. so easy for an artist uh, at this level to just like load an album with features. 100%. Um, and I don't think he's really done a lot of features in the past. Um. Yeah. But but I not I can't really think of many. And again, he um, could
0: He could have draked it, but he doesn't. But yeah,
1: and this he just said. I mean, obviously, Jim Carrey's on it, which I guess they're neighbors and became friends that way. Interesting. Which, uh, which is kind of interesting. Um. And but then for the the verses, I think you just have Tyler the Creator, who gives a very short verse, but is all just also a very good verse. Yeah. And really fits within the song. And then a little Wayne, which is a just a obviously another super recognizable artist Mm -hmm. um who just kills it i mean that's an awesome it's really good like
0: i kind of could when the first time i put it on i wasn't like looking at the track list or anything i didn't know a little wayne feature was coming up yeah and then i heard his voice come in obviously unmistakably little wayne yeah uh and i was just like holy shit i have not heard little wayne be this good in a while
1: i know he (laughs) fucking did it like he you know he really brings the best out of him yeah um yeah that's when i heard and you love to see it because
0: um, I mean, we both love Lil Wayne, right?
1: Yeah, Lil Wayne is awesome. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's the best, and it's great to hear him being great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it sounds like we're both just like really enthused about this record. I feel yeah. like it's one that will be sticking with us throughout the year for sure. Um, it's just uh, great. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, like I don't know what else to say about other than to shout out a couple of my favorite songs. Um, out of time. I really love that song. I love. Here we go again with Tyler, and then I heard mm-hmm. you're married, Lil Wayne, and Less Than Zero. Uh, that's a pretty interesting one. Uh, that's got got a lot more, you know, rock and roll influence. Mm. Um, that's a great song, and then the album closer, Phantom Regret. That yes. that, that shit is gr- the way this album is bookended is just mm, so good.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. There's also, I mean, there's also that other. Um I don't know if you call it spoken word, but like the the part where uh Quincy, oh, Jones, Quincy Jones is yeah, talking yeah, yeah. uh is like really
1: That's also fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's really cool, it's really interesting, it's it's emotionally affecting. Yes. Um and and then there's that great part at the very end of it where it gets cut off right after the weekend chimes in <laughs> and says like looking back's a bitch, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just hear like a bit of cut off laughter from Quincy Jones. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that rules.
1: Oh man.
0: Uh,
1: what a good album. So, I mean this this is the this is the easy A of the week. Yeah. Um yeah. You heard
0: her here her first Emma Stone. Yep. <laughs> um yeah, so let's m- move on <laughs> to <laughs> FKA Twigs, right? Yeah. Um or before that should we take a break? Let's take a little break. Yep. And hey. welcome back to FKAM. Hmm.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> that's like the album.
0: The one that we talked about before, yeah. yeah. Wow. But
1: that's... now we're gonna
0: talk about a different album.
1: That's cool as hell, man. Um but back to business.
0: I'm sorry. Yes.
1: Whew. Man, we you, you went on. We went on a break. Randy made me take a shot.
0: I, for, yeah, I made you.
1: Now I'm all. Um, yeah. You had like half a beer <laughs> and one shot
0: <laughs> that uh, you took voluntarily.
1: I just don't have my wits about me anymore. Yeah. Um, you know the new FKA Twigs album, Capri Songs. Duh, that's what we're talking about. Yes. Um,
0: which is just like a certain juice pack that I've heard of. Which one? Um,
1: I don't, don't want to waste any time. Cool, yeah, um, yeah <laughs> you're going to say some bullshit. Because <laughs> um, I, I put you in a situation where you had to. Um, <laughs> Thank but, you. <laughs> <laughs> FKA Twigs. It's the third album, Capri Songs. The first album under her new record label, Atlantic, I believe. Um, oh, I've heard of them. And um, yeah, she's going big. She's going poppy. She's going down in the uh, ocean. That's the big story with this new FKA Twigs album. Is it's just a little brighter than her first two, less a little less experimental, uh, not quite as dense and dark, um, just a little more hooks to it. It's a little makes you want to dance around.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> well, and can I tell you? Why well, do you have more oh, to please, intro? Please interject. <laughs> okay, can I tell you something that's going to be a little bit out of character for me? I sort of play the the. The, the co-host who d- likes all the n- nerdy bullshit on this show, and you play the Poptimist co-host a little bit. We play those roles a little bit, right? Would you agree to that? Sure. Premise? Okay,
1: fine. <laughs>
0: if it makes you spit it out faster. <laughs> well, listen to... Buckle up and listen to this. I think that this album rules, and I think that it is a hugely good move for her, and I have honestly... It, You know, Accessible is sounding great to me on FKA Twigs because uh, I actually am one of the people who have had a bit of a struggle to get into her before this.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah, overall, I I think that I mean, I definitely agree that um, we just want to get into it. But I think that this is a good turn for her to, to go more poppy.
0: Which I I do want to clarify, like I'm not saying that uh, there's I'm not saying anything negative about the old records. They just I think were less for me. Something about her, like I re- I just remember it's been a while since I revisited her earlier stuff. Um, but something about her sound always struck me as there being like kind of a lot of vocal gymnastics and and like cut up and harmonized vocals yeah, she, in a way that just just uh... wasn't a sound that was like my thing. Um, she which, does
1: sort of throw her voice around a lot and like, yeah, uh, you know, like that, like sort of, yeah, you know, it's all over the a place. A lot of very breathy,
0: um, technical vocalizing, yeah um, um, a which little,
1: a little grating at some parts, like just like, yeah, again,
0: um, totally. I respect it, but it just never that's hooked you know, me.
1: That's what it's always. Um, it's just been her thing for the her first two albums and her EPs is just, mm-hmm. yeah, that's sort of. um it's a little off the wall. It's a little wacky, um, experimental pop music. Yeah. And uh, I'm someone who enjoys pop music, and I, I enjoy the experimental v- variety as well. Um, Fk Twigs always—that's big of you. Maybe passed me by a little bit. I—it's uh, just one of those artists where it's—you know—it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I know that this artist is good. Just for mm-hmm. whatever reason, none of the releases have really clicked with me to the point where I could like, uh, you know hum an FKA Twig song, which, I mean, difficult artist to hum, but um, (laughs) you 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 know the point of what I'm saying. It's it's not something I've ever super familiarized myself with, even though was always an artist I appreciated. Um, And I I would encourage you to revisit uh, the the other albums because I have been doing it because this one is very good, and I just wanted to have that context. Um, And I was listening to um, LP1, and I thought, oh, wow, this is good as hell. Uh, I think I'm at the stage of my life where I can truly appreciate this. Um, mm. uh, you know, it passed me by at first, but yeah, no, this is good. And that also was clicking with me. Um, but it's not, I'm, you know, it was one better or worse, you know, who's to say it depends on your taste, but I do yeah. think that this is a really great turn for FK twigs who she kind of, I was reading a little bit about this album and talked about, you know, this is the first time that she's making something for, for someone else. Um, because of the pandemic or whatever um and like shared pain that people were going through she just kind Mm -hmm. of part of that was part of what inspired her to to make uh, music that was for other people to enjoy um and it's it's still it's not like this is just your typical pop album it's it 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 really she still is going between different genres you got a big hyper pop influence on this um for sure and it's still the the production is not boring. It is a, a fun album to listen to. In addition to being interesting, um, but yeah, this is one that I, that I am having to sit with a little bit more uh, because I've been so into the weekend album um, that this one hasn't totally just, um, you know, I'm not like super into it in the same way. All um, but every time I listen to it, the two or three times that I have, mm-hmm. I am really uh having a grand old time there there's some seriously catchy songs on here
0: yeah yeah um yeah i would i would basically echo all of those sentiments and <laughs> yeah it just um this record did surprise me i i was not expecting to love a new fka twigs release um but here we are i like it a lot um and the uh i guess it's just um it's just nice to it's nice to have two big pop records coming out that uh, I can just agree with everybody on. <laughs> it's yeah. one thing that I'm feeling right now is just like, cause I'm, I usually am not like, it's not that I'm a, like an anti pop person at all. I'm really not. But um, mm-hmm. I just, there are a lot of the bigger pop artists that I'm not so into. Um, and so to have two of them dropping, especially two of them that I don't historically love that much, Mm. um dropping records that I'm just like oh these are great and I just get to listen to these and everybody else is also listening to them and I'm in on the conversation because I'm enjoying it too um it's just great so like I guess that's an endorsement for anybody who is not um you know if you if you ever resonate with my taste listening to the show um and You have also maybe not always connected with these artists. I think this is a good time to give them another shot. Um, Clay is doing some wild tongue gesticulations while I'm talking. It's very distracting. Uh, (laughs) um, I don't know what the purpose was. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if he was tasting the air uh, like a lizard. (laughs) But... Yeah, I, I, I would highly endorse these records to check out. Like I, I don't think I have too much more to say about Capri songs other than just I think that the accessibility of it, um the accessibility of it has been <laughs> oh come on. What I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh.
0: The accessibility of it has been um you know, a positive for me, which is nice. It's nice to hear a record that just is um like you say still dabbling in interesting production um and has interesting ideas on its mind but is is interested in appealing to a broad base of people um
1: totally it's it is that
0: intersection is i think a great place to be
1: yeah it's um yeah i mean it it is like that these two albums they're they are kind of you know similar like i i really appreciate them i mean for similar reasons on one hand you have the biggest pop star in the world uh, making a concept album that is just a little more ex- i don't know if i would say called experimental but it it certainly experiments with new sounds to him mm-hmm. um and then on the other hand you have a, all fk twigs is a big pop star as well but just all on the artsier side of things yeah uh, and for her to go mainstream so to say like to just make that sort of turn um and have it also be a huge success in another way. Um it's awesome, you know, the yeah. two, the I'd see, I think the first two big albums of the year that I'm aware of and they they're both uh, pretty much hitting the mark. So yeah, it's well,
0: I think it might be a big year for this kind of thing cuz like another sort of like this is just a weird thing to say but like indie pop star or like you know, underground pop star like that's not a real thing. But like, that's sort of what FKA twigs is like. She's a pop star, but also a pitchfork darling. Right. Right. And I think another one of those is Charlie XCX. Mm. And it seems like later this year, Charlie XCX is probably also going to drop an album that goes back, you know, to her roots of being kind of more full pop which i'm really interested in seeing um that's very exciting that's the sense that i get is the direction that she's going yeah um with this one which i'm really excited to hear
1: that's exciting Um, yeah i mean the last album she released was was how i'm feeling now mm -hmm. which is like which is great it's great and one of the most interesting like pieces of art to come out of the pandemic for sure i think of of just one of the earliest and strongest earliest and so like strongly influenced by that Early pandemic feeling, mm-hmm. where now it feels like a lot of it's gone on for so long that the the artistic uh, kind of like instinct is to just make something happy <laughs> because yeah, like, there's a lot of that. There's uh, all there's escapism. a lot of like
0: yeah, just like be act normal, act normal. <laughs> yeah, is yeah, like yeah. the the approach of like all art industry. I was gonna
1: make something sad, but everyone's already so sad. I decided to do something happier. Like,
0: <laughs> um. um.
1: But uh, yeah. I mean, all that's just to say that 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 I mean that is such a great album. Um, is so to hear her follow up and to hear that it goes in a a popier direction when when that was such a like a claustrophobic sort of sounding mm-hmm. album it is pretty exciting. Yeah. Um. Because obviously I trust Charlie XCX to whatever she does is going to be fantastic.
0: Yeah. I'm um, on I'm on board for anything at this point. Like yeah. she's been like running on all cylinders for so many years now. Um. I mean, really, just one of the most impressive artists out there. But yeah. that, of course, is a diversion. I think that probably wraps up our discussion of FKA Twigs. Yeah, um, we, we, we did have an, on. another
1: one we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Capri Songs, awesome. Can't yeah. wait to see what she does next. Um, great artist.
0: So. Um, yes. Yeah.
1: Um, so you just want to get into the, the last kind of major thing we wanted to talk about?
0: Yeah. So this was a record that you. I told you to listen to you it. You told me to listen to it. I um, didn't listen in to it until today. I listened to it two and a half times today. Yeah. It's, um,
1: um, it's the new Thanks for Coming album. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Jr. Thanks for Coming was an artist that I discovered right at the end of 2020 when we started doing this podcast. And I just started listening to a lot more new releases. And that's an artist that really clicked with me. Uh, a lot of albums, they're really prolific. Um, Rachel... Uh, it's actually their solo project, I believe. They're also in another band. It's called like Water From Our Eyes or, or something like that. Wa- uh,
0: uh, yeah, Water From Your Eyes.
1: Wa- water From Your Eyes, which I did listen to after finding out that uh, they're from that band. Mm-hmm. Uh, also good. Although, um, definitely, yeah, the big thing for me is Thanks For Coming, uh, making these bedroom pop albums that just have mm-hmm. really clicked with me. Uh, and this is another great one. Maybe my favorite one yet they're all really short so it, it's a um, really easy to, f- to find time to listen to really accessible artist and it's just like exactly what i want that sort of that bedroom pop kind of music to sound like like when i when i think of well what do i want that to sound like there's a lot of it out there so what's like uh just the best version of it it's kind of for me is thanks for coming mm-hmm. um so that's why that just uh you know little bit you know i I love this artist
0: yeah yeah i i guess how i'm feeling is i i wish that i had maybe paid more attention to your recommendation of thanks for coming last year i think i did check out a couple songs and, and enjoyed it um but didn't go deep in last year when you were talking about them and uh now i think i am deep in because i totally agree with you um, that's you're like making sort of the same point I was gonna make <laughs> in my notes, which was like, yeah, there's been like a glut of artists in this style for years now, yeah, and so everybody who was into indie music just kind of has to pick and choose like these are my bedroom pop guys that Definitely. I'm gonna care yeah. about, uh because there's just a million others who are also doing it well, um yeah, and the ones and who, you could choose them, yeah. but you just did you don't have time,
1: <laughs> and a lot of the ones who I was initially familiar with like... Frankie Cosmos was like, yeah. kind of one of the ways I discovered this genre in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, those artists are so popular now that they're making studio albums that aren't really like the mm-hmm. be- aren't really bedroom pop anymore. Yeah, uh, but it's like, oh, thanks for coming. Here's an artist that's that's doing it today, better than anyone ever has, or as good as anyone ever has. Um yeah. just like um, this album in particular, I think it's a, a great jumping on point just because of how strong all the songs are like it's it's kind of a no skip uh, project for me um there's a lot of really catchy songs and also i just love like every instrument it nails the sound like the little tinny sounding guitars mm-hmm. that the doot 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 like kind of like little poking around riffs and the, the bass like the bass guitar sort of reminded me of Marceline, the vampire queen mm-hmm. a little bit, just that drive in line That's in a lot of songs. Some songs, it's pretty much just a bass line and, and vocals, which fucking rocks. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great.
0: Yeah. That, yeah, that was another thing I wanted to talk about is the, uh, that intro track where it just comes in and it's all bass and it sounds a lot like the shitty little bass amp that we have in our living room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> being recorded on probably one of these microphones we're using right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I love that about it. I find it, like, that maybe sounds a little backhanded, but, like, I try, I find it, like, truly inspiring to hear, like, such a talented songwriter um, working within, you know, kind of limited means to make something that is really ambitious and cool. And yeah, I think that that's something it, that has to be highlighted about this record is how ambitious the production and songwriting ideas are here, even though you can hear how lo-fi it is at the same yeah, time. Yeah,
1: it's, it's not good in spite of being like recorded like in a lo-fi way it's good because of that like it really takes advantage of the sounds that they're able to achieve Mm -hmm. um and uses that just to make everything sound more raw more emotional because you know these are it's like that bedroom pop it's typical sort of emotional love songs um but i will say they're great lyricists as well like it's not just your kind of dopey um song about having a crush it's uh it's it's um yeah lyrics that i I think are you know good you know still repetitive at a lot of the times but not in a bad way Um, no and
0: i think that their lyrics tend to be like pretty deeply personal and specific yeah and also like this record really conveys a i think a balance that a lot of bedroom pop artists try to strike which is the balance between melancholic and uh funny um, and I think that they do it yeah. as well as anybody, um, because a lot of bedroom pop, you know, I think it'll surprise no one when I say that a lot of, a lot of bedroom pop is based in a sort of semi ironic emotionality, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. and this, the, this record is doing that type of thing for sure. Um, just like a lot of other bedroom pop records do, um, but uh they're doing it really well here and you can see like i think this is this is their 11th record since 2016 yeah um so they're just churning stuff out they're also in this other band um with uh Nate Amos who i think mm. uh produced this and is also their band member in uh for your eyes or from your eyes uh water from your eyes sorry um but yeah i mean they have like you know, like past record titles are like the last time before the next time. Or to be honest, I was lying. Number one flake in North America. Almost named this album, quote, untouched, unquote, in reference to not editing the cover photo. That's the name of an album of theirs. <laughs> um, so it's a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, which I think would maybe make some people sort of look at it and go like, well, this is just bog standard indie kid yeah. stuff. And I think that, that um, you know,
1: I think that probably does happen. Like they should be bigger than they are. I mean, obviously there's a ceiling with this sort of stuff. Um, yeah. Like, unless you, you know, take the the route where you stop making lo-fi music, but still I, I, I'd imagine that, yeah, because of how prolific they are and um, how much of this sort of genre there is that, that they probably get overlooked more than they should. So, you know, I'm here to say that, that, Definitely listen to this album, Rachel Jr. And if you like it, go from their 2020. To be honest, I was lying. Is great. That's the one that got me into them, and uh, just you know, backwards from there, they're all good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if uh, if you're also maybe um, if you're a Lily Konigsberg fan, I think that they are also they've worked together and are kind of musical associates. Um, If you're a fan of Lily Konigsberg, then then check out. check them out as well yeah um yeah yeah so yeah i guess i just want to say uh you know thanks for really dualties yeah yeah you, you hey you want to get me saying this uh <laughs> thanks for turning me on to this i had yeah. forgotten that you even you know had talked about this artist before um because we talk about so much music all the time mm-hmm. um but yeah i think i think they're really great like yeah they are I'm re- they're I'm, really I'm, talented i'm really
1: glad that, that uh that you like them so yeah, what a what a great feeling, showing music <laughs> to people, um, and talking about good music, and recording this podcast, which we are almost finished with.
0: mm Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh we are almost finished. But I do want to. I kind of forgot to shout out a, another couple of things about this record. About just this thanks record, for coming. okay. Record. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That I just want to tag on at the end here, which is like. Another thing another couple of things that sort of s- they managed to set themselves apart with is like they have these weird uh, kind of affected vocals sometimes like they're putting effects on their vocals. I mean when I say that and also these s- this self-harmonizing effect that they do. yeah yeah um, uh-huh. uh that I think yeah. stands out it ad- from the pack. You it know, adds a lot of layers uh, um, to the music as well as the bass that you were talking about. but also they're uh, you know they're not afraid of a little dissonance, a little distortion coming in at random times or like there's like phrasing of guitar that's like in sort of like a, uh, and again, I don't mean, I mean this in a positive way, not a pejorative one, but like there's phrasing of guitar on this record where it is at sort of a, a lazy kind of off kilter pace where it's just a little bit out of time with the song. Um, and, uh, really effective for me. I I love that kind of stuff. So those little touches, Uh, I think on this record are really smart and really make it stand apart. Hell Um, yeah. Hell uh, yeah. I'm very appreciative of those choices creatively.
1: That's right. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I agree with everything you said. It does. That is uh, what makes it great. Very, very layered sound. um, And, and one of the best in the biz. Thanks for coming. Um, And thanks for coming to the podcast today. Listeners. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you drive into the b- dawn. But
0: before we, uh, we we really wrap up. Um, and you go to that little light in the distance. Are
1: there any last-minute wrecks or shout-outs you would like to give? What Don't you- be afraid <laughs> as you drive <laughs> into, the, yourself.
0: into <laughs> the new sunlight to live forever in that new place that you didn't live before. Uh, n- um <laughs> Probably, uh, Honestly, I, I I, don't have any particular recommendations. I know you wanted to talk about Anna Van Hauswolf, right?
1: Yeah, I would like to talk about Anna Van Hauswolf.
0: <laughs> oh, I boy. That, Jordan. Um,
1: the, Satan is in the music that we're feeding to our children. Okay. And, <laughs> I thought maybe you were going to say something cool this time. <laughs> and you just
0: couldn't do it. You agree with those churches and those dang churches in Germany.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, well, it's a great Germany is a great country with a rich history. And, and what what uh, part <laughs> of it do you particularly like? Uh, German history. I um. Well, I. Think what's your f- like favorite w- decade? About maybe about the time that they made the Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what you like the Volkswagen. And, 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 yeah. yeah. On so, um, good good old fossil fuels. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, those are good for the world.
1: Uh, well, they're better than um renewal, The myth of renewable energy. Anyways, um, <laughs> 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 fuck. I'm uh, sorry. I had to kick that guy. He's he's my uncle. He's staying on the couch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. We yeah, got to have
0: a conversation about that. By the way,
1: I mean he's a good. He's in poor health. I, I just, <laughs> he doesn't. Everyone else hates him. Um, <laughs> I do too, but he's family. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if I did uh, like a. I feel like the, the window is closed a little bit for me to really talk about this in depth, um, just because I've been listening to a lot of other stuff. Because, um, but she is, um, you know, uh, an organist, um, musician, sort of neoclassical. Um, I don't know, a lot of different influences. Um, yeah, you could say dark wave if you wanted to throw some random genre words in there.
0: Yeah, um, big uh, Kate Bush influence, I think.
1: Yeah, for sure. A lot of influences that are coming together. Really great. This was, this was my introduction to Anna von Hauswolf, so I just wanted to say that I think that this is a great introductory point it's a live album that i'm actually shouting i don't even know if i've said the name yet it's like live at Montreux jazz festival
0: yep that's correct. um
1: and and it's um i never listened before i became familiar with her like a a couple months ago when she was in the news um or the news that i read
0: um
1: <laughs>
0: which is uh, like Breitbart.
1: Yeah, it was. She was a bright party yeah. Oh, uh, RNS. <laughs> is is uh,
0: bright part even like is that a place you can read news? I don't think that's how that works. I think it's a website. It's, yeah. You oh, is it, articles, is it? I okay. think,
1: yeah. Um, I, I think, I don't know. Uh, uh. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like
0: a, a corporate conglomerate that owned other news uh, sources or something. I don't know. I mean, maybe,
1: but I'm pretty sure it is a website that like Steve Vannon edited or something. Oh, okay, um, right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, but any, I, I don't get my news from there um this was a, in a, a religion news services newsletter <laughs> that i've encountered this article yeah, about right, right, right. anna von housewolf's um tour that she was taking across europe obviously she was playing in a lot of churches because she is a pipe organist and those are the only places that that instrument exists pretty much like the huge kind that's built into the, to the architecture of a building. A bigan, um, as they say in the industry. Yeah. If you're talking about a bigan variety of the pipe organ, you got to play it in a church. Uh, the church is in France, I believe. Um, she had a show scheduled there. There are a bunch of, like, religious fundamentalist protesters that, that were basically created a situation where they decided the show was unsafe to play. So they had to cancel that and her follow-up show. Yeah. Um, you know, that the the priests from the churches came out and said, hey, this is you know fucking ridiculous. like this is not a satanic artist, it's just music and we're hosting her not even as like a religious thing just so she can use our building. Yeah. Uh, you know it was is a big but I, I thought that all was interesting that that happened like sort of the little mini resurgence of of satanic panic that's going on, um, you know, following that thread um and then this came out and i said i'm gonna listen to this and i was uh it rocked my socks off i think it's great um and a good jumping on point um it's it is the type of album where i'm like well in what context am i really going to listen to this because it is like such um you know there's like ethereal sort of screaming and like just this like swelling organs and like You put it on in any setting other than, like, headphones and just, like, sitting there. Yeah. it's, like... Or
0: sitting in a room by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Or being at the performance. Yeah. uh It's a little bit like opera in that way. Um, Yeah, yeah. That kind Um. of a vibe. Um, Yeah, I will say I did not get around to checking it out until today. I did not uh, quite finish it. Um, I got pretty close. I think I was on... The last track was the only one I didn't hear. Okay. Um, But... um, yeah, it's, like, incredibly impressive, and it is it is one of those things that's just, like, kind of hard to fit into a normal listening life of music, you yeah. know, um, which which is rough for those kinds of artists who are interested in doing that kind of work because, like, their work is interesting and valuable to music, um, but it also is, is hard to uh, make accessible to people in a way that is not, um, you know, just for uh, you know, people who would be at a jazz festival in France. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate, but that's, that's kind of neither here nor there. The point is I was listening to this a little bit earlier, um, and really enjoying it, like really impressed by her vocal range for one thing, but also the musicianship of the band that was with her, Mm. um, is like really impressive. The guitars are really fucking cool on this thing um the organ work of course is amazing Mm -hmm. um and uh it did make um so my partner is very into uh this and this is like wild to me i couldn't be me but my partner will like listen to like horror scores while they're going to sleep and stuff sometimes (laughs) that's sort of their vibe (laughs) um and I can like hardly, you know, I can hardly watch uh, like *Spirited Away* without getting scared. Yeah, um, that is a scary movie. To be fair, <laughs> all those spirits—very scary. Um, and the aways, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they actually came out of our room while I was listening to it because they were like what is this these vocals are like amazing and they were like really into it oh yeah that's awesome um which is i think apt because this has like a very gothic kind of horror totally vibe to it um and and it does it fucking rules right like
1: (laughs) fucking rules it's (laughs) kind of
0: it's kind of amazing like it is it is like a real kind of headphone album or listen uh as the sloppy boys would say appointment only um, but <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but, it, it's, it's an but incredibly really impressive. I mean, she's an incredible musician, early
1: contender for probably the best live album I'll listen to all year. Yeah. Uh, it, and one of the ones that, that it's best suited for that, like justifies its, its existence because it's like, oh yeah, this sounds like great live. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. What a performance that you're having the like pleasure of being able to listen to. Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm glad I got to shout that out. Um, but other than that, nothing major. Um, uh, I think that I actually, that Pedro the lion came out, but I think we should actually talk about that next week. Maybe. Yeah, I think we should. Um, yeah, cause sure. that's a doozy. Um, honestly, yeah.
0: um, that, that had a song on there that really like, we'll talk about it, okay. but it, it kind of wrecked me. <laughs> um, it's, um, for reasons that we'll get it's into. It's really fucking good. Yeah. So
1: yeah, we'll listen to that to, to prep for our next episode. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, just there's a lot of good singles coming out that I'm sure we'll talk about the albums eventually. That Camp Cope album is shaping up to be a real good one. Um, yes, it, I'm so excited. That's going to be great. <laughs> and I think the new Beach House is going to be, it's basically all out except for like five songs now. But right. I'm just waiting until the whole thing comes out to talk about it. Yeah,
0: and I only listened to the first batch of songs they dropped. So okay. I'm, I'm keeping myself pure. Yeah, I should have done final... that because
1: I listened to recently the third of like three or four parts are now out and i listened to the first three mm-hmm. and i was like well great like now there's a quarter of an album that i can't listen to like <laughs> yeah but i mean yeah so um yeah, the, yeah little, i'm stoked little they're tease, little they're, preview.
0: they're always good right beach
1: house I mean, yeah they don't really miss yeah the, the worst superlative. thing can, the worst thing you can say about beach house is that
0: how consistent they're they samey are. you know yeah. but sort of like spoon
1: but yeah, but it's like, well, you're saying that it's consistently awesome. So yeah. it's like Sort whatever. of like Spoon. Yeah, yeah, like Spoon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who also have an album coming.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be good too. The good singles from Spoon yeah. as well. Um yeah, I mean, that's it. This has been good listeners. Um, unless there's anything else you wanna say, um I think we're pretty much done. You can follow our podcast um you can access this and all the podcast apps. What? Yeah, you already <laughs> know that because you're listening <laughs> oh, to it. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't usually do can, this, but I, you can I, follow the podcast I, on Twitter. And by I, the way, I didn't make you. <laughs> um,
0: you can follow us on Twitter at GoodListenerPod. <laughs> you can uh, find us on uh, Gmail at GoodListenerPod at gmail.com. You can find me uh, at Randallorian underscore, and you can find Clay at Clay J. Williams. Okay. I wasn't on sure, on Twitter. honestly, because you changed it uh-huh. um, a while ago. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it.